gospel is taken from the 28th chapter of Matthew. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead, and indeed, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him and took hold of his feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Christ is risen. Alleluia. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Let's pray. Gracious and loving God, we gather this day to celebrate the victory of Christ over sin, death, and the grave. We pray that all that we offer in worship this day might be pleasing to you and might enliven our spirits as your people. Amen. On Maundy Thursday, Pastor James said he dated himself by mentioning his beloved rainbow sandals. Yeah, 
There's some in my house still, I think, from my son. <laughs> but I guess I'm going to date myself a wee bit this morning, but I'd wager that I'm not alone. In 1971, Carol King's album, Tapestry, topped the Billboard charts for 15 weeks. One of the hit singles was, I Feel the Earth Move. Granted, it's a song about human love, romantic love and relationships, but the refrain's been running around in my head and on my heart this week as I pondered the gospel. The refrain, I feel the earth move under my feet. I feel the sky tumbling down. I feel my heart start to tremble whenever you're around. It wormed, my way, wormed its way into my head this week because of one of the details that's unique to Matthew's resurrection story, the earthquake. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, Matthew says, and the stone rolled away. This is the third time that the Gospel of Matthew has used the word or mentioned earthquakes. The first time in Matthew 24, Jesus is speaking about his return at the end of time, a little bit of apocalyptic foretelling there that will be heralded by an earthquake. The second time we read earlier, well, we read last week during Holy Week from Matthew 27. At the moment, Jesus breathes his last hanging on the cross. The tall, there's an earthquake that shakes the earth, and the curtain in the temple is torn from top to bottom. And the third time is today from Matthew 28 when an angel descended from heaven, rolled the stone away from the sealed and guarded tomb of Jesus. Those earthquakes were dramatic signs of God's activity or future activity in one case in our world. Earthquakes, as we know, were caused by the, the shifting of massive tectonic plates beneath the earth's crust. They unleashed tremendous power when they moved to relieve that pressure. Now, in our physical world, earthquakes generally bring destruction. The earthquake on February 6th this year in Turkey and Syria was just incredibly, inconceivably catastrophic almost. And it was only 7.8 on the Richter scale of 10. But the movement of those plates at the depth of 10 and a half miles was enough to devastate the land for miles and cost the deaths of over 52,000 people. The earthquake at the tomb of Jesus destroyed nothing physical. It caused no deaths. Rather, it brought the heralding of life. It shifted human history forever. The shift announced the resurrection of Jesus and the end of death's grip of power and fear over us. The shift was God's act restoring us into relationship with God and with one another. That relationship for which humankind was originally created. Remember the garden, how Adam would stroll in the evening and talk with God. The shift was God's cosmic universal validation that as God's voice had announced previously at Jesus' baptism, and the transfiguration that Jesus was indeed God's beloved Son. Listen to him. The quake 
destroyed the dividing wall of sin between us and God, sending it tumbling down, destroyed sin's power, released us for the abundant life that Jesus promised in John 10. It heralded our freedom from guilt, our freedom from fear of God's wrath that we were going to be condemned so that we can become the people of faith that God called and created us to be. The earthquake heralded the end of death, the end of despair, and the beginning of a new era of hope and life shaped and guided, directed by the ministry and teachings and example of Jesus. It's a new start for humanity. It's a new start for us. The resurrection gives our life meaning, direction, purpose, and an opportunity to start over again, no matter what our circumstances, no matter what we've done or left undone, as we confess generally in our confession, the beginning of most worship services. The earthquake heralded the unbelievable shift that Jesus was alive again. It had never happened before, and it forever changed human life. The resurrected Jesus appeared to the women and gave them, if you will, three commands. And I think Matthew records these commands with a sense of urgency. As the women were leaving the tomb, they were rushing away, and suddenly Jesus appears. He met them. He couldn't let them get away without saying this to them that day. And I think they continue to inform our lives, direct our ministry today in this community of faith. First, Jesus said, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. We've heard that phrase many times in Scripture, haven't we? From the angels the shepherd, with the shepherds, the angel with Mary, the angel at the tomb when the women first arrived, and now Jesus says that. Signs of God's presence, and Jesus just calms the fear and the shock of the women prior to giving them a mission. When we look around and we see an intimidating amount of needs and ministry and the possibilities for ministry in this community and beyond, hear that command, that reminder, do not be afraid. Jesus is risen. Our greatest fear as humans, death, has been vanquished. Now we can fearlessly face the future. We can fearlessly undertake the ministry and the mission which God gives to us and calls us to do. With death vanquished, we can engage whatever we encounter, be it hatred, division, violence, you name it. We can encounter that with confidence because death has been overcome, and whatever those obstacles we encounter might be, it will be okay because death is lost. The second command, Jesus says, go and tell my brothers, go and tell the believers to go to Galilee. Jesus gave the women a mission that morning. He sent them to the land where he did ministry. You and the believers go there. Jesus gives us a mission to go and to tell 
And he expounds on that later, just before he ascends to heaven. He says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Go beyond the safe confines of this community of faith. Go to your places of ministry, your home, your school, your work, the caring agencies locally, the mission partners internationally or nationally. Go bearing the glorious good news of Jesus' resurrection that changes everything. Go and embody that good news in your serving. Be yourselves. Be a sign of resurrection life and hope. Go as you bring the presence of Jesus in those mission fields. Hope for healing, forgiveness, reconciliation, salvation, and the presence of Christ to change and to be changed. And the third part of Jesus' words, directives to the women that morning, he says, there, there in Galilee, there in the mission field, there they will see me. For me, this is the ultimate confidence builder for our mission. Jesus is already there. He's already present and waiting for us in those places of ministry, the places we are sent and needed. Jesus awaits us in the future as well. So if you're uncertain where your mission field might be, look for the needs that match your gifts. Look for where Jesus is already at work and go join and be a part of his work there. There is, I think, great comfort and power knowing that Jesus is with us where we are and Jesus awaits us in our future. We might wonder, but how can we accomplish? How will we accomplish what we are called and sent to do, to make disciples of all nations? What will happen in the future What will our ministry be? Even who might be leading us in that future ministry and supporting us? The resurrection has released Jesus from those human constraints of physicality and time. So he's already present with us. He's already there in our future. And it will be fine. Jesus is there, alive. And Paul, as Paul assures us in the 8th chapter of Romans, nothing, nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. The earthquake changed everything that day, the resurrection that it announced. The joyful news that Christ is risen initiated change in this world. You and I are sent out into the world to be agents of that continuing change as the power of that earthquake continues to rumble and ripple through this world. Easter gives us the spiritual power, the encouragement to go out boldly into our mission field. And as we go and serve, we become a part of that Easter earthquake that continues to announce the resurrection, that continues to make God's kingdom present here and now on earth. I feel the earth move under my feet. 
I feel the sky tumbling down. I feel my heart start to trembling whenever you're around, and Jesus is always around. For Carol King, those lyrics were about love and relationship between humans. For we who follow Jesus, they could well announce the earthquake of Jesus' resurrection that continues to move the world in and through us. Christ is risen, Christ goes ahead of us, and Christ leads us forward. Thanks be to God. Amen.